Welcome to the Sunday Roast Podcast, episode 31. I am uh, Aaron, aka Lazy Boy Loops, and joining me today is the person that was recently released from jail for spending the better part of eight hours building the flat pack furniture in his local IKEA. It's Paul, aka Pueblo Vista. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to podcast number 31. Yeah, so what made you plus, want to build all of 60 those? 60 plus uh... hours of content. Uh, today there's going to be a few cameos by uh, a four-year-old, my four-year-old daughter. Uh, she enjoys, like, hitting us up and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe not. Number one fan. That's fine. Like, chill. Number one. Special guest. Okay, ciao. Ciao, Bella. That's Italian, isn't it? Tabella, yeah. Yeah, fucking over this point. It's a little bit of crying as well. Oh, this is the, the laughs of my life. Anyway, this is this is a, a, a life podcast. It, I mean, it Whatever. always is. It is. Well, yeah, yeah like, is is. life is just constantly being derailed by shit anyway. So it's, it's exactly. absolutely cool. And it happens. So it is what it is. If you don't like it, fuck off. Leave the life. Yes, exactly. Go, go, watch, go, go watch somebody else's video. We don't yes, care. exactly. <laughs> Screw y'all. Screw all y'all. If you're listening to this, get in the bin. Uh, this is now a family podcast. We talk about, uh, I don't know, woes with, fa- with life friends, and stuff. family, and parents. Yeah. Don't you just hate the what? rising cost of fuel? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't use fuel anymore. I use don- donkeys and horses. Oh yeah, you're you're in Greece now, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. Like, I saw you over the weekend s- in your tra- traditional garb. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yesterday, yesterday was a little bit of a history lesson. Was uh, Greek Independence Day yesterday? Uh, so it was the day that we uh, have officially uh, managed to push away the Turks after four centuries of slavery. And four centuries of slavery, occupation, yada, yada, yada. Uh, we managed to kick them out, and then that was that. Even though the revolution technically started, uh, historically started a year before that, um, you know, Greece being a very religious country and all that stuff, um, they kind of like combined the date. Uh, they pushed the date a year further uh, in order to fall on the same day with, what is it? There is some sort of like religious holiday at the same time, so it had like a uh, godly sort of like meaning to it. Like it was like a will of God that we would become free again in a way. But yeah, these fucking Christians have to involve themselves in everything. Like it's fucking stupid. Yeah, right. I hate it. But yeah, it is what it is. Welcome so, uh, to uh, this is a Christian podcast, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Blessed be the. I know. I don't fucking know what what. I mean, I mean, I mean it's, yeah. <laughs> it's it's not it's not a lie that I, uh, as an artist, according to uh, chart metric, I'm like really high in the Christian lo-fi charts. Nice. I've, I didn't I've even shown know that there was Christian lo-fi charts. I, I, I've sent I've sent screenshots of you. I, I, I don't pay. I sent screenshots of you. I don't pay attention. <laughs> you don't pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another message from Paul. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Delete. Got to the bin. Been. Oh yeah, mate. Sure, great. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> fire emoji. Fire emoji. <laughs> fire beats, bro. <laughs> oh, oh fucking hell. Good. So yeah, it's yeah. 
it's definitely been, um, I feel like we, we are now officially a once a month podcast, <laughs> considering <laughs> we have consecutively missed every other podcast we're supposed to do. So yikes, it's cool. Yikes. It means that yeah. we have plenty of things to, to kind of throw out into the world. Um, and yeah. I think the first thing is, is something I want to kind of chat about um, is, is something to do with your favorite major label, uh, UMG. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I've heard, I've I've read some stuff over the over the past few weeks. Exactly. So um I guess first I should preface it with, you know, I'm talking about this from a place of um privy, I guess, because it's kind of a full disclosure thing like the the marketing agency that I freelance for, uh Deezer is one of our clients, so I was okay. aware of these these talks before it was it was official, but then hey ho, here we go. Um, mm-hmm. It's now news, and basically um, the the general gist of this is uh, Universal has partnered with Deezer to explore um, new streaming models, specifically favouring artists more. Um, and this is in line with what UMG have already done with uh, Tidal. And essentially, it's nothing set in stone, so like, you know, don't get too excited that you're going to be earning more over at Deezer, but um, essentially what this is, is UMG, because they are one of the biggest major labels, they're now kind of, to me it feels like they are pushing, um, you know, trying to support the little guy show that they're not just out here to to take everyone's, everyone's money or whatever, and basically just say, right, we will talk with like Tidal, Deezer. I don't know if they're in talks, like I can't be talking about like Spotify or whatever, but specifically this Deezer partnership, essentially they are saying, right, let's look at ways that we can improve, uh, what's the word that they use? Like re remuneration or something like that. There's a specific word that I'm using in my mind right now, but essentially it's looking at different ways to find alternative payment. Yeah, find alternative payment models to help the artists are uh, compensated fairly. And one of the main things that's being spoken about is the the user-centric payment model. Even though this is just one of the many things that that people within this topic are exploring, that's one of the main things that a lot of the articles that have um, come out around this are focusing on. And essentially what that is is... I I know we've mentioned this before, but with... um, so like right now, let's take Spotify for example, at the end of every month they take the big pot that everyone's been putting their monthly subscriptions into and they essentially divide it up, they just scoop it out and give it to like their top artists and then that mm. that part eventually filters down um, to everyone else. With the user-centric model, instead of everyone's subscriptions going into a pot, what happens instead is say for example i spend the entire month of march listening to uh myself fuck it let's just (laughs) i just spend the entire month listening to just solely my own music my Mm. 9.99 or however much the subscription uh spotify subscription is at the minute um for this month will go directly to me Mm. or you know, let's say I listen to 10 different artists, that 999 will then get split up and go directly to them because I have listened to those specifically. In theory, yeah. that would mean that those artists would be getting paid directly for the streams that they've received from each individual person. So, you know, those of us that have fit like, you know, I've got 50,000 monthly listeners at the moment on Spotify. That means a, a select percentage of the subscription from each of those 
subscribers would go directly to me rather than me just getting a slice of the very very big pie um and i think the reason why this is kind of big news is first of all we've got a major label that is um openly looking into this and it means that we could potentially be looking at a future where we will be getting more money as artists from streaming services because right now the way that the the whole industry is like music isn't um we're not earning as much as well artists aren't earning as much as they used to like back in the day when people would buy cds or buy cassettes buy vinyl records whatever the fuck streaming the streaming model now means that you know we're getting paid absolutely we all know we're getting paid piss all for people to (laughs) consume our music you know it's someone someone can hop onto spotify listen to a whole 11 track album and the artist would receive like what like 10p something like 10 cents something like that whereas if they got uh you know if someone purchased their cd yeah all right the label will still take a percentage of that that they probably get more from that cd than they would have um you know than they do with streaming so I guess, you know, this is kind of exciting because it means that once big major labels start think seeing this as a possibility, whether it's the user-centric model or whether it's, um, you know, a different way of paying artists better, then everyone else will start rolling as well. And it means that, you know, Spotify eventually will have to think, oh, okay, this model that we're doing at the moment, we need to change, especially if... You have like Deezer, Tidal, um, Apple. You know, Apple Music already pay more anyway. But if they get involved with this, if uh, Amazon Music get involved with this, it's it's a pretty big deal. So it's definitely an exciting news for the music industry. Um, but I think one of the the best or the key takeaways in this, especially, I think, is a quote from um, the the guy at UMG. Uh, he specifically singles out uh, mood music and like oh. rain sounds and shit and saying that they're taking too much money <laughs> of course i can't find the exact quote but i i do remember oh here we go the current system has clear clear issues that need to be addressed such as increasing amounts of non-music tracks uploaded to platforms poor quality covers with misspelled artist names and songs to steal streams and people trying to trick the system with the length of tracks no way. <laughs> yeah, and that I believe uh, was. Oh no, sorry, that was that was the CEO of Deezer that said that. So okay. Yeah, they're they're um, they're very conscious of the fact that people that may be related to a type of food are contributors okay. to, uh, you know. A yeah, potential decreasing quality of content that is now available on streaming services. Mm. I mean, they, they they have managed to decrease the quality of content long enough. So now we're trying to basically uh, desaturate. Yeah. The content. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Fine. I mean, but it's interesting. It's, yeah. it's a very interesting thing, especially you know, with them singling out like non-music tracks, because we all know that like aside from like lo-fi, like throw that out of the window for a second. You know, yeah. there, there is a big market for like rain sounds, atmosphere sounds, like essentially just white noise um, yeah. to, to help people sleep. Like if you're a new user to Spotify, 
um, and I've seen a couple of screenshots online of this, that they will recommend white noise for babies. Oh. Because yeah. it's it's one of the most popular like albums or playlists or something that's happening right now. Yeah. And the fact is, people are earning money from what is essentially like a noise that happens when you pirate some software and it realizes <laughs> or a noise that happens when you turn on a tv back in the fucking 90s and it's not yeah, tuned yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i mean yeah i mean it's it's white noise has historically helped a lot of parents including me put babies to sleep and it's always like some a variation of a white noise could be a hoover could be, uh, I don't know, static, could yeah. be anything. Could be you doing like, shh, <laughs> the same. It's the same. Yeah. But yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, great, great, great. <laughs> yeah, but, but this kind of goes back to when we were talking about, uh, you know, lo-fi fruits and their 30 second audio oh, and how, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. if, uh, you know, Spotify or streaming services take notice of this that this could be really bad for those of us that you know fuck about with like one minute tracks yeah and the fact that the ceo of these is specifically pointing out people that trick the system with the length of tracks means that it's being noticed and this could spell both it's it's kind of a positive thing but also a negative thing for the lo-fi scene especially for those of us that rely on those mood playlists on those playlists for sleep you know I, i've mentioned it i think last week that there was that tiktok of someone saying hey you can now remove this from your taste profile and specifically singled out lo-fi because all they do is listen to that to sleep and they don't want to listen to that in amongst all of their normal music listening it yeah. we i think we're now getting to an era where people are realizing that that this type of music is just sitting in amongst that fan sounds ocean sounds white noise brown noise thing and um yeah it's getting a bit i don't know it's an interesting topic and it's it's good to see that that people are discussing better ways to pay artists but at the same time the fact that it's noticing that thing is is a bit worrying <laughs> personally and, personally i think i think just to add to what you're saying I, I think there should be some sort of distinction between what we consider uh a music genre and whatnot mm. like i would just even say that white noise is just it's noise and should not be rewarded the same amount of royalties as yeah. a track as a music track whether it's an instrumental one or whether it's like a song or you know vocals or whatever it's something but it should definitely you know not be you know rewarded the same amount of money while streaming it that's why we had all these fuckers yeah. basically abusing the system with 30 second whatever whatever but what do you do now like it's too they they, they they done this like this is like this is done and done and out of the way and water under the bridge and whatever like is somebody gonna you know get that money back or like it's not like you you award somebody like a fucking award and then after a while you're like oh give us back the award <laughs> Some shit yeah like exactly that. i think that, that it's a loss of the minute isn't it yeah i mean thankfully at least when it comes to uh content iding that kind of stuff all the well i would well 
I would say the majority of the, the companies that actually provide that service, like Content ID, your your content, uh, flag specific sounds as generic sounds. For example, um, this happened to me recently with a, a release that we had earlier this year. It included some uh, bird chirp, chirping sounds. So we got asked to, I mean, I, I just uh, submit the tracks and then I got a couple of days later, I got an email that said, oh, uh, if you can provide us the clear, the clean recordings without the generic ambient sounds like birds chirping and water flowing yeah. and all that kind of crap. Um, yeah. That's so interesting. Thankfully, thankfully that happens. Imagine like somebody content and doing white noise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't surprise me though if there is someone. No, that's no, doing no. That. Of course not. I mean, in this day and age, nothing is fucking surprising me at all. So <laughs> it really wouldn't surprise me. But yeah, in, in a similar vein though, um, an article came out a, a few days ago <laughs> that essentially said that that in twenty, where is it? In twenty twenty two, there were thirty eight million tracks on music streaming services that were played zero times. Zero times. Zero times. Imagine being... Oh, fuck. Not even, not even yourself. You didn't even stream it yourself. Like, you just yeah. released it. Well, that's that's what um, what Hayley said to me. She was like, surely they, they would listen to it themselves. And I was thinking, well, no, maybe it's stuff that, you know, stuff that you'd put out in, like, maybe 2019 or 2020. Um, and, yeah. yeah, you'd gone through listening to it yourself and then you'd, you'd yeah. moved on to another thing. You know, I'm, I'm sure there are those artists that have dropped hundreds of thousands of tracks that maybe last year just didn't get a single play. This is, but this is fucking sad, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, this goes past, like, follow your dreams, like, keep, keep pushing those, those tracks out, man, let's go, let's do it. It would be sick no. though if it was just a little notification that popped up on like your Spotify for artists that was like this had zero plays in oh. That should be on enwrapped, honestly. <laughs> I mean, there should be like some sort of again, there should be some sort of policy like if you don't have any amount of that, oh, that would be actually like a, a popular opinion. Like, if you don't get a thousand streams by, I don't know, in three months or like six months or whatever, then your shit is just being removed yeah that would done. be done yeah done that would be wild though to be fair i would i would fucking vote for that shit <laughs> i think to kind of add a a bit of a, a thingy to that i think it would need to be if you are not a new artist because i think that would be unfair to give like a new artist a week <laughs> to get some streams <laughs> to get some streams well Maybe maybe specific lo-fi artists or something. Like <laughs> fuck it, let's just let's just target this shit. <laughs> if if you're a lo-fi artist, uh, there's lo-fi or chill or beats in your artist name. <laughs> or there's like a, an animal's name or like a fruit or a vegetable. <laughs> you get like repercussions. I don't know. No, no, no. No, but That'll definitely, like, I mean, it's, it's it's the interesting part is that you know Universal being like a big, the, one of the big three companies yeah. out there, um, and they get into discussions in sort of like f fixing fixing the problematic remuneration thing, like yeah. the payments basically and all that stuff, and the people they start talking to is Deezer and Tidal, 
like which is basically the the third most popular um, uh, platform, which is Deezer. I mean, they're pretty big in in uh, in France, in, yeah, in Brazil. They're number one in France, which makes sense. It's a French company. Uh, well, it, it doesn't make sense, but you know, good for them. And then Tidal, which has been m more irrelevant than irrelevancy for a duration of a, a, a quite a period of time. They've done nothing to elevate their platform, make it a little bit more user friendly. Yeah. Um, uh, and and they've received, I think, several. Uh, they receive financing a few times, so they don't go belly up basically, because it's like so much shit invest. Well, I don't know. It started like pretty well. Like you had all these big names, like what was it like? Uh, like Beyonce, Jay Z, Beyonce. I oh, know Jay Z. Um, uh, I think uh, what was it? Dead Mouse was on yeah. it at some point, and then he pulled out. Uh, I mean, Dead Mouse is doing his thing like that's like a fucking true music pioneer, but that's another that's another podcast. Um, so I really don't know. Like, okay, talking with Deezer makes sense. Maybe talking to Apple and Spotify, which is like the important guys. Yeah. But talking to <clears throat> Tidal, like, to what end? Like, I what think what it is Tidal? is it is more of. I guess it's seen as a bit safe. Um, they can use like Tidal to, I guess maybe experiment and play around yeah. with ideas to see if it works with a smaller user base. And then if it goes wrong, well, it's not, you know, it's not the the largest pie of the streaming, yeah, you know, sure, thing. Sure. It's um, it's so kind of low with, low risk. Yeah, super like a, a lightweight and basically like a middleweight like like Deezer. So let's see. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's great. I mean, I mean, in all my time, in all my years in, in streaming, I mean, I would guess it has to be like, uh, well, after title, I would let's just say the like six, seven years, I haven't really seen anything from title, like stream related or whatever. Even though like they pay ten times more than everybody else, but then yeah. you get like three streams maybe. And, I and yeah, I, I wouldn't even know how many. Yeah, I mean, I had a friend of mine, like, Tidal is pretty big in Poland, uh, yeah. apparently, which is quite interesting. Um, and I, I did listen with, like, some really high-end headphones and high-end uh, stereo systems. Like, this sort of, like, audiophile version yeah, yeah. of the songs that they have. You know, talking about niche shit. Like, yeah, like the yeah, mastered I, versions, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, I could maybe hear the difference between, let's say, a track, like, for my favorite band, Metallica, let's say, Enter Sandman. Yeah. Like, I've listened to this track so many times on CD, on cassette, on YouTube, on these speakers, on my other speaker headphones, like earbuds, whatever. I could hear the difference. I was like, oh, shit. Like, it, it felt like really, to describe it, like, very easily would say you know you felt like as if you were in the studio where this thing was recorded like it felt like really live yeah top quality recording though not like a shitty live thing and it's like crispy clean fat bass like really like warm like it you you could feel the kicks in your your chest in yeah 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 but is this is, like, that... is this for the average user no I think this is the, a lot of the things that 
so at the moment, you know, I think Deezer's launched their Hi-Fi version title. Obviously, that was their selling point was you can get, you know, Hi-Fi, how, how the mastering engineers wanted it to sound. And then everyone's been kind of begging Spotify because they've been teasing it for years and years and years that they're going to do a Hi-Fi version as well. And the way that I understand it, and this could be completely wrong, but the way that I understand it is the average person doesn't, as you mentioned, have the, that kind of hardware to really make the most exactly. of that thing like even titles thing uh, uh like faq says that you need a high-end digital audio converter in order for you to to make the most of this hi-fi audio yeah i mostly listen to spotify well on my computer which doesn't have a digital audio converter but also on my phone and i've seen i've looked into it like i'm a bit of a music nerd i've looked into to like portable ones and like a yeah. portable digital audio converter is the same as this battery pack now imagine yeah. trying to carry that that's got a cable coming from here to this to the headphones and then i'm like yeah i'm just just out listening to me it's not it's not possible <laughs> like and again you then i couldn't just put these earbuds in i'd need higher end headphones exactly. to put on as well so exactly. i'm walking out with these giant cans on my head of a brick that's an audio converter and, and then my phone and it's just like is this really, <laughs> is this really worth it especially because i'm going to be then paying an extra five to ten pound a month to actually make the most of it so and this is what i always find quite funny about those that are really bashing spotify for not launching their um high-end like hi-fi audio thing it's like yeah but you're going to be paying extra and chances are you're not actually hearing the sounds that no you should way. be but you've got no that, that that pseudo like oh I'm, i've paid for the hi-fi this is the hi-fi version i, I hear it it's, it's crisper <laughs> it's, like, fuck off. it's the same yeah, but it's exactly what you said earlier like it has to do with uh, basically the user base it's as simple as that it's yeah. like a very small user base that title has it doesn't have to do anything with you know the sound quality or whatever they're going to use him like like fucking lab rats basically yeah. you know to to to, <laughs> to do their experiments and then see if it works and if it works then let's go forward and yeah Deezer is great as well I mean Deezer is like really nice as a platform too like the app is great too I mean in a way I'm happy that they haven't gone uh, you know balls deep with the lo-fi stuff because oh, I, yeah. I had discussions with a lot of people that say oh no we like nobody cares about Deezer because yeah we don't get any streams and blah 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 yeah it's um yeah the, the good thing with Deezer is like there must be some sort of like quality control or some quality assurance happening behind the scenes um especially when it comes like to curating stuff of course they have like a couple of lo-fi playlists yeah they like, do. chill relaxing playlists which are great as well but uh the main key there is that our boy lo-fi girl our boy lo-fi girl is french so yeah she gets a lot of support for that of course like their his playlists are you know their playlists are like number one when it comes to the lo-fi stuff which is great but then again these are requires a lot of um, i would say quality music or if you're good and I don't really want to pat me in the back. Maybe I am. But if you're good <laughs> enough, then you will start getting fans. Like for me, because I've always like included these are links yeah. to whatever I did. Uh, and I always included like French or French speaking countries um, in my advertisement or whatever. I, I managed to get enough fans that I would listen to my music on these organically. Not just my solo stuff, but also 
the label stuff. Yeah. So, you know, for for like, but maybe maybe I need to start flexing my Deezer numbers. Like I don't. There's not a lot of people who have like I don't know like a thousand followers on Deezer as an artist. Exactly. I think and, it's pretty dope, yeah. and that's what I was gonna say. Like, we're talking about all this, and like, yeah you know Deezer, Tidal could be getting better monetization for artists but let's yeah. face it who in the lo-fi scene is going to give a fuck because it's not Spotify I've yeah, said exactly this. and there's nobody sees numbers and there's no numbers anywhere and yeah blah. and I, I've seen I've seen it for myself like every week when I update my playlist I use Tune My Music to put it over to, to, to Deezer as well all of or my main kind of frontline playlists are on Deezer and the amount of times that I'll go and transfer those tracks over and like two or three will be missing because they're just not they haven't been put out on Deezer mm-hmm. they've just been put out on Spotify and it's yeah. like the the amount of like you're just cutting like just cutting your things short because you're not putting your music everywhere um, exactly. and there's so many opportunities in all of these different streaming services to get your music out there and, and, and be heard you know like you said you managed to get you know fans on there 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 are users there are like i think there are a couple of million users on um or billion i'm not 100 sure for deezer so to to kind of not include your music on those platforms is is just dumb because you think like spotify is king exactly you know there's only so many times that we can fucking (laughs) say that yeah spotify is great and, and all that but it's like at the end of the day you have to like do whatever you gotta do like i i personally like i think also like i also gave up on spotify and a lot of things like there's not there's so many i would say stakeholders and there's so many things happening behind the scenes right now that we're not privy to yeah uh, maybe we kind of like i think had an idea what was kind of kind of going on maybe a year ago or two years ago but now the the whole situation has become so I would say fucked. I think even on the Spotify's end, like there's there's politics happening and bullshit behind yeah. bullshit, like like every other company. Like especially we saw that after the whole uh, uh, Thanos thing happened, yeah. the Thanos snap. Uh, what was it like the seven eight percent layoffs? Yeah. Uh, we saw a bunch of changes, like playlists wouldn't get updated, people wouldn't answer their emails, like you would get like four oh fours and all oh, this mail services, like this. Yeah. email doesn't work and blah 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 uh and there is something that is changing in the background but i'm i'm not really sure into what direction that that is at yeah the moment, i mean spotify editorials like... are still a mess like um exactly. some of the ones that exactly. you know lo-fi beats has been updating thursdays tuesdays mondays there's no yeah. specific day that that's updating anymore whereas we all know that friday came along it was editorial day boom but that's all just gone to absolute shit now like there were some playlists that they started new that haven't been updated since the start of the year there are playlists that i've seen because i think we track them maybe about 35 to 40 uh, lo-fi specific or like moody specific Mm -hmm. editorials and i think two or three have been completely just wiped since the uh the thing as well like those playlists just don't exist anymore yeah. Which so I think there's definitely sad. something going on. Um I, I and I guess that could could push us on to the next topic, which is mm. spe- specifically around editorials. And this actually is one of the craziest things I think that's happened with, with editorial as far as I'm aware, in that Spotify has essentially claimed a user generated editorial playlist. Mm-hmm. Um 
what's even weirder is it's actually still curated by that person it's still curated person, by them yeah. like yeah. Yeah. so the lonely girl uh i want to sleep playlist or something was mm. essentially kind of taken under the wing of spotify it's now an editorial playlist if you're placed on it you will receive the email to say you've been placed on this editorial playlist and i think so it seems to be um spotify japan that have done it mm -hmm. because they're they are a, a japanese um account i believe yeah. um it is still curated by the lonely girl account because i have submitted something to them and it was placed that week so yay but also like yeah, that's yeah. really strange and yeah. yeah it's it's oh it's on spotify's account you know you go onto the the playlist and it will say you know by spotify um it still weirdly has the same description that's like yep submit here to the to the user and the weirdest i think the weirdest part about it is it wasn't even necessarily a huge playlist i think it had when it was taken over like 6k uh followers it wasn't yeah. even like one of the huge gigantic playlists that are super popular among like user generated playlists it was yeah it was it was a really strange occurrence to happen and i'm wondering whether this is what spotify are, are moving towards it's mm. i i've heard of from a few people with it that have you know connections with spotify that say hearsay or whatever but they say that spotify is struggling with um with the curation now um and they are relying mostly on algorithms and yeah. that's why editorials aren't really getting updated as much anymore and i'm wondering now if spotify are actively looking for playlists that are curated by users or curated regularly enough by users that they are just gonna take them under their will like absor essentially absorb them into spotify so they become yeah. like official editorial playlists to i guess alleviate that weight of all of the editorial submissions they get um i'm obviously not privy enough to know whether they are they have access to the submissions that come in through spotify's uh, spotify for artists or whether they're simply just continuing the same process that they have um but i think once word starts to get out you know we're obviously not helping that case but once word yeah, starts to get yeah, out they're probably yeah. going to get fucking overwhelmed with with submissions yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting like it's either it's there's like so many basically when when we were made aware of that um i think i saw it and then uh, a few hours later, you also sent that to me as well. I was like, oh, okay. So I was like, yeah. Um, I, there's like so many things that came into my mind. Like uh, I, I thought, oh, uh, first thing that I thought was like, the whole submit for editorial placement is shit. It never worked. And now it's like belly up. Yeah. And it's fucked up. The other thing that I thought is like, and I think we're basically more or less cross-referencing and researching through people who have connections or stuff that has been heard in the, the grapevine that the majority of the people that got laid off were curators, mm -hmm. basically. Uh, this also like uh, uh, enhanced the suspicion that I had about curation 
has curation on Spotify has more holes than the fucking Swiss cheese at the moment. Like there's a lot of payola shit happening, and then maybe people got caught up or whatever. Or uh, also the fact that it was like one of the domino effects that happened in the whole tech world, basically, that we saw it like even like a few months back when there was like massive layoffs on Twitter, on Facebook, on Google, um, and of course like the the, the you. As a company, as a commercial company, no matter who you are, you always like start from, you know, when you want to lay off people, you uh, start laying off new hires, yeah. people that are not as essential in the, the whole administration thing. Like, especially when, when it comes to, let's say Spotify, who has been historically the past two, three years, curate playlists based on algorithms on machines and then maybe you know you tweak it with a little bit of like a a, a human intervention basically yeah. or move the tracks around or whatever um i mean we both use smarter playlists which is yep. essentially the same fucking thing like somebody gets access th through the api to your fucking account and then you can get suggestions of tracks and blah 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 so it's it, it won't be that difficult why would you have to pay a full salary in insurance for a person when <laughs> a few lines of code can do that for you. Yeah. Um, it's like so many, so many fucking things. Like I, I really don't know where this is going to play out. I think we definitely need to wait it out a couple of more months, even, even more. And then we can definitely, I mean, I would definitely be able to say, oh, this happened because of this or because of that or whatever. Yeah. But because the other thing that I'm thinking, so and sorry to like to drag it out so long is that yeah. Um, like you said, this happened, uh, this was like Lo-Fi, uh, Lo-Fi, sorry, uh, Spotify Japan is, is responsible for that move. <clears throat> the thing is that Spotify is pretty dead in Japan. Mm. And the reason why this happens is that because 95% of the population in Japan, or at least the recorded sales show that, is like iOS devices. So most of the people who have, are subscribed in a music service are subscribed to Apple Music. Yeah. Uh, like it's it's also like not a uh, it's also a big fact that that uh, my top countries when it comes to like my Apple Music data, number one is Japan. Yeah. Number two is U.S. Or sometimes like I mean it has it has been U.S. for the longest period of time, and then the past couple of years it's like every month like Japan might pop up or be like number one and then maybe number two in every other month. So it's it's maybe it's like Spotify Japan wants to kind of like uh, vertically invade the the lo-fi thing because lo-fi is pretty big or let's say uh, uh, lo-fi let's just say uh, instrumental music that is closer to manga and Japanese aesthetic and anime mm -hmm. Basically, not lo-fi girl stuff, but more anime manga stuff. I don't yeah. know if it makes sense. Maybe yeah, the yeah. people who, are, you know, it makes sense to us, of course, and to other people who are embedded in this fucking scene. But uh, pretty boy, lo pretty boy music—that's not the thing. That's not it. <laughs> yeah. No, and to kind of like kind of back up your point, like my third top country on Apple Music is Japan. Okay. So, but yeah, I think... you don't make lo-fi though, so it, it's even surprising that's number three for you, right? What the fuck? 
<laughs> well, you're the one who always says like you don't even make fucking lo-fi anymore. So no, I'm just like saying. I used to. The, the yeah, track, yeah, yeah. I think, it, there's there's tail off, uh, trail off, or whatever it is. But yeah, um, yeah. No, I, I I make I make beast, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. No, I, I do uh, avoid that kind of anime so- sound, though. Even though exactly. when I made something that I thought was very much, you know, this is 100% like, you know, chill hop, um, like not lo-fi so the first thing someone messaged me was like oh yeah this is like an anime beat and i'm like what the fuck fuck <laughs> off no <laughs> no like <laughs> I, I don't actually have an issue with with anime but I, you know i don't like sleepy bees that's the only yeah, thing that yeah, i'm yeah. fucking annoyed about is sleepy shit but whatever um yeah I, I i think you're right there but it's interesting that the the lonely girl curator is actually um either managed or a part of a label uh called sasakrect okay, okay. Uh, they're a Japanese label, and to be honest, they, they look—they are legit. They're not just a—you um, know—they've worked with like Google in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they have some pretty, I think, big Japanese artists. But yeah, um, Lonely Girl is one of their. There has been a, there has been like a, a, I would say like a, 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 an influx of Japanese artists. Yeah, making making beats. As of late, I would say, I mean, they've always been around, but I would say the last six to eight months, you would see more and more people. And I mean, I, I personally, as a label, had a, a, a few of them, which is like super great. Uh, I, I'm always like in, in, I feel myself when I speak to like Japanese creators, because like I respect a culture that I don't really understand so mm-hmm. much. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm a little bit like in awe when it comes to like, you know, communicating with them. Like, there's things like how you should be polite, how something you might say might sound like stupid or whatever. Uh, I mean, sometimes I would even, um, uh, you know, I mean, I've done it like several times that I would like Google Translate. Uh, which is like the super nice polite way to say thank you about something without trying to appropriate things then I found out there's like a thousand different ways you can be super polite about yeah. saying thank you I just go with the first one and then I, I even asked a bunch of them like is it stupid is it like do I sound too much of a gaijin like you know an Ausland uh, an, um, uh, foreigner if I do this or is it like stupid it's like no 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 it's like it's good that at least you try <laughs> so. yeah I think the only thing I know is to my son, which is sorry. I think, which I learned that from the, uh, <laughs> the our man in Japan with um, what is his face from Top, not Top Gear. Well, yeah, it is Top James May. That's it. James May. Okay. Yeah, that's the one how, thing how he learned. How do you say? How do you? How do you say? I think sorry. it's like Asumi, Asumi Masan, I think, or something like that. I I yeah, probably it's long. Yeah, yeah. I remember it's like a little bit longer. Yeah. yeah. All right. What is it? The uh, other thing that says yeah, Asumi Masan. The, other, the, the one that I like is like Nande, which is like what I think it means what who where what <laughs> Nande eh, I don't know a, a bunch of Naruto bullshit yeah, yeah. but yeah I don't know that, that's what anyway the, those of us from the west we just get our Japanese from anyway from yeah yeah and, and it seems like they start um, it, it's interesting because like you see a bunch of them um, I wouldn't say infiltrate but you know them for example you know submitting music to me. Mm. I find it like pretty cool because it means yeah. like I, I I broke through, and then they're looking for uh, labels that they can support. They can release their music, 
which in a way in a way i'm happy that this happens but in a in in a in a similar fashion i'm also like a bit disappointed like guys like don't come over here like fuck europe <laughs> fuck yeah. the western like to stay there do your thing like it's so fucked up here like it's so shit like you shouldn't but yeah. i mean we, we do have like i guess would, would i say pioneers um we have people in the scene at the moment that are really trying to bring that Japanese lo-fi sound. You know, you've obviously got uh, Tsunami Sounds there Tsunami, working yeah, yeah, yeah. with, um, mm. I think they're working with Dashgo to do their Japanese lo-fi playlist. You've also got, um, I think, the label, which is just called Japan Lo-Fi. Um, mm-hmm. And they're, they're, again, they're working with the Tsunami Sounds as well that are really kind of pushing that more um, Japanese uh representation if, i wouldn't even say sound they, it, i think it had very much does have a sound but it's more that kind of representation i mean yeah i, I think at everything I, i'm just one of those people that that think whatever comes out of japan is just amazing <laughs> no one one thing that is definitely gonna go that, that i see a direction going to when it comes to this kind of music and it's like it's not a, a lie like every um uh there's a couple of more labels that does it it's like uh, basically localizing the content now like you see this with tsunami um damon is like pushing a japanese aesthetic like so hard and he's yeah. doing like a really great job like i love yeah. the stuff that he puts out uh you see that with Sterofox, for example like evo is focusing on uh, the bulgarian beat making scene yeah i'm starting to do this something this something similar like with greece now since i'm greek and there's not so Are many you? labels at least not i'm not yeah i'm, I'm not <laughs> not not it. obvious about it, you know. It's it's yeah, exactly. It's behind the scenes. I'm you know me. I'm not the kind of guy that's like, oh, announcement. Like I'm I'm just gonna do it, and then I'm not I'm not talk, like I don't like talking about stuff that I would like to do. I just do them, and yeah, then yeah, that's yeah. that. So I will focus it. Maybe I'm not really gonna focus 100% of that. I'm just gonna try to let's say become like um, what I think that the guys are doing at least, like become a little bit of like a thought leader, which is yeah. not that bad. Because at the end of the day, you have to you know. Um, Especially when it comes like when it's like a let's say a more sm- a smaller and more secluded country like also like Japan or like Bulgaria or like Greece or whatever, it makes sense. You, for example, doing something like for the British scene, like British producers, yeah. could be like a little bit too much because it's like a bigger country. There's yeah, much yeah. more when it comes to like producers and all that stuff. Um, I think most of the British producers are actually lo-fi girls as well. So. And it's like the kind of yeah, sound that not, you don't really yeah. like. Could be like a bunch of them are there, but I know yeah. like a bunch of others that who aren't. But it is what it is. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it definitely makes sense. It definitely makes sense, and I think it's um, it's a lot more easier to to manage at some point. And you say, why not? Like if you have like a big enough platform, why wouldn't you want to basically use it to push yeah. stuff that is from you know your home country or whatever? It is what it is. Yeah, well, I have a complete lack of patriotism for, for the, like, Britain and the UK anyway, so I, I have no interest <laughs> in trying to pioneer British fucking lo-fi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or a cup of tea and fucking... Why is that Australian? Oh. Why did it go... <laughs> right, mate, fucking... <laughs> fucking... <laughs> Well, you will definitely have to like uh, start using like uh, kangaroos and koalas if you want to make like a proper label. There. There's too many koalas in exactly. lo-fi. It's always like I think there's like a lo-fi koala and chill koalas. And yeah. And... Well, you've got Clover Records there, a mascot's koala, and then another label started up with pretty much exact same 
image of the koala so or or you can go for like one of these uh huge or like the super tiny marsupials no like it looks like a like a like a mini like a mouse mixed with like a kangaroo what is it called like it's like super small it's like a it's like a like a mouse on st with kangaroo legs like it's really crazy i don't know what it is what it's called but it's like you know australia's uh ecosystem is like so unique yeah that it's it's really like you don't animals that you see in australia you don't see them anywhere else so no it's really great huntsman spider except <laughs> oh no, fuck that. oh i mean a, that, a spider, that i've never heard of a that spider would be a great beat maker if you think about it like tapping all those fucking drum beats yeah exactly like eight legs that oh that'd be so cool yeah you heard it here first guys that's it lo-fi <laughs> spider records Lo let's go <laughs> Let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> Submit. <laughs> Hello at lofispiderrecords.com. <laughs> that no, is a joke. It is not real. Again, again it's interesting that uh, what's happening. Like, I don't know. Let's see if, if so far it's just contained in this one uh, playlist, like a third party playlist yeah. that was converted into an editorial playlist. I think the reason why we didn't see like a boom uh, in the followers of everything could be like a combination of. Like I said earlier, like Japan not really being that big on Spotify. Yeah. And also maybe they, they haven't, you know, the lack of curators as well. Uh, and maybe they haven't put it in their, uh, I don't know, user acquire, uh, user acquisition rotation mm. thing that they have. Because, I mean, the, the other other major playlists, whether it's like lo-fi beats or jazz vibes or whatever, like if you see their statistics on Chartmetric, they get like several hundred, I would say tens of thousands of followers yeah. every day. So I'm guessing like as soon as there must be some sort of like user acquisition rotation system thing happening, like there there is definitely somebody who can, you know, um, turn the tap on and user starts flowing in i mean yeah it's user made so anyway yeah for sure let's see let's see we have to wait and see what happens i mean i'm happy if they they want to you know acquire my playlist even though you know if some if something like this happens i will gladly update it every fucking three days if they ask me to <laughs> i think i was gonna do you know what i was gonna say i think though they would probably avoid like label-owned podcast uh, podcast label-owned playlists but yeah that being said, the fact that this is tied to that Japanese label m makes me think otherwise. Um, yeah, exactly. exactly. Do you know what I think? We'll, we'll just have to see. Like, I'm definitely curious to see whether any more um, you know, UG playlists are, get, get kind of adopted by Spotify. But it also shows that Spotify has the capabilities to transfer ownership of playlists. I mean... Yeah, of course. We we always kind of like suspected that you yeah. can do that. So let's see. Let's I see. wonder how many times. The thing is, I wonder how many times that they've actually done that we don't know about. So like, you know, they they released their chill hop one, and then they re-released, they relaunched their I think chill instrumental beats one that used that used to be lo-fi plus chill i think no lo-fi okay. plus chill used to be chill instrumental beats changed it to lo-fi plus chill but then they relaunched that but it already had like hundreds of thousands of, of subscribers uh, followers so i wonder mm -hmm. if they've already done that and just branded it at spotify who knows yeah we'll see we'll see we we're 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 going into like a very interesting era when it comes to the whole 
like 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 we said so many times in the past this fucking like it never seems to amaze us like what yeah. fucking stories that come out like every other week like you think like oh that's it it's over and then something fucking happens it's like yeah. i mean i'm surprised that it and i've shared that with you like privately as well like i'm surprised things are still going like yeah. the way they, they are like it's because because after like all this you know the 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 purge that we had uh, all these fucking changes now with lo-fi and all these big players coming in and started like fucking milking the thing and the the fucking genre gets saturated and saturated and like i, I was even surprised like we're still kind of like i don't know standing and you can still call yourself like a label and everything goes oh, great and the numbers are not decimated or because because i think i told you before like the moment that i would think that I cannot really provide for an artist or like the platform is my platform is not as big as I think it is mm. anymore then there's no there's no point doing that there's no point continuing but yeah things exactly. seems kind of like work still so must we must be doing something right I guess yeah I, I maybe I guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> But no, I, I, it's definitely, it's, it's so, like, I guess since we started this podcast, what, a year before last? What, yeah. the end of, what well, was middle of last year, not last year, middle year of before. Last year, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, that w w with us being, like, analysing this scene and, and looking into how things are going, especially within, like, Spotify and stuff, like, so much has changed on kind of a surface level, but also quite deep as well that you just kind of don't realize if you don't pay much attention to it no and like you know there's always that joke of like a oh, fucking podcast about lo-fi music but it's like i mean we're still here and we still have so much to talk about like yep. <laughs> every time because every there's just shit time, that's yeah. happening all the time yeah. mm. i mean i the next thing that or like the the last thing that i've got to talk about is uh is like cracked like man it, i i can't believe that it, it's actually happening but it is and holy shit um so kind of speaking about the oversaturation and the i guess when we've mentioned like ghost producing and stuff um i've seen for myself uh proof that there is a relatively newish label out there that is buying okay. beats from fiverr and putting them out under different aliases that they themselves run <laughs> so basically you're telling me because like I, when, when you sent me like, like the topic I was like so basically somebody's copying uh, what Spotify has been doing with like you know ambient music and all that yeah. kind of crap yeah they've decided to do it for themselves except they've not been very uh, very sly about it I guess you know they've, they've left public comments on Fiverr thanking the the uh, oh Oh, is like they didn't even try to like. Oh, so there's, so there's like an account, like a, yeah. like a customer account, let's say with like, you know, like Kiwi Bear Records, whatever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, it, obviously you can't look into user profiles, but what yeah, obviously yeah. if you've purchased anything from Fiverr, you'll you'll always be prompted to like leave a comment to leave like, a comment, yeah, your yeah, purchase you to, or yeah, yeah. you know. And yeah, th this this account has publicly uh, thanked 
uh, a creator on Fiverr that specifically uh, ghost produces beats and has subsequently used those so it seems to be less around lo-fi and more between that kind of bridge of lo-fi and funk that they are you know that they're doing that stuff but okay i first heard of the, this particular label um because people have started releasing with them like legitimate artists that are working with okay, them now as okay. well and i'm just and like then, so, so and so basically you already start releasing with artists and then you're like oh you know what maybe i need to make like a buck anyway like yeah like a hundred percent of whatever whatever but are there is it like one of the labels that is it a german label i i'm not 100 percent sure where they're from um but okay. yeah basically they so they ha they have a playlist uh that is pretty popular because they've been running ads uh whether i think okay. it's on they, they've been successfully running ads on this for a couple of years uh as far as i'm aware and mm -hmm they've been able to build up these ghost produced oh, there's, there's profiles a there's a hype at least behind it like so they get like streams like but yeah, yeah. The, do they these... get like editorials and stuff a lot or um let me just have a quick look because hmm. it would make like for me it would make sense like if you get editorials anyway if you if you're one of these like top 10 top five guys that keep gets the same editorials all the time then you might think like okay yeah maybe i'll fucking ghost produce some shit but then at the same time why not you know keep it under wraps basically and then you know make an artist name and put your name that you're like the composer and then that's that instead of like going like that avenue but yeah well again it's like 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 what we said in the beginning like nothing is fucking surprising no anymore, it's not is it it's like i really i mean i'm just I, looking through their fucking uh user account that has all of their playlists and oh god it's just so fucking I mean, beta male sigma male whatever the fuck like they're <laughs> really jumping in like the, their first playlist sigma military motivation gym motivation with a jacked up fucking guy on the cover oh, oh like okay. oh geez patrick bateman just, American just... Psycho, Military Workout. Like, this is so fucking... Oh, my God, they've got one that's called Andrew Tate Vibes. I'm sorry, no, fuck you. If you are... And it's, ba it's basically the same tracks over and over. Like, uh, same same thing that basically happens with... Uh, what is it? Medieval uh, beats. Yeah. Right? Oh, that's real yeah. gross. I'm okay. not going to lie. That is absolutely okay. fucking gross. <laughs> People I mean... that happily jump on this, like sigma alpha male fucking shit that's going on at the moment get in the fucking bin bin yeah that's like i would say this right like as and i think we share the same mentality anyway like there's no like i don't yeah sure uh no shade you know it's like i just don't see a point coming from the label world you know me managing a label like when you're actually releasing music with legitimate artists Mm -hmm. I really don't see a point that that you you know you know go out of your way or let's say take the extra step and say oh you know what I'm just gonna commission some some beats and release them under some like random monic artist aliases and have like whatever like I, I just don't see the point now to do that it's like why would you bother like I would just say it's just just an expense at the end of the day like you're just spending money. 
Yeah. For for what? And if you're like a relatively new label and maybe you're not as hyped as much, like I, I don't know. I don't know. Right. I, I just I just I just find it as a label owner, label manager, I just find it a little bit pointless. Like, yeah. You don't really have to. To kind of just answer your question about editorials, um, no. L- just looking at these ones that are definitely fake artists, um, none of them have got editorial. Oh, no, this one has. Okay. That one's on that playlist. Not Lo-Fi Bees, but... Uh, yeah, they've, they've got on a couple. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it works out, you know, good for them. But it, at the end of it, it's like, I, w- I was just also like from, from the artist perspective, if I were an artist and I would have, I, I already released with them and then I would just see that they do something like that, I would just feel weird as well. Yeah. Like, hey, like I've released with a label that kind of like... That is, is boosting their own ecosystem, essentially. <laughs> yeah, like what's the point, bro? Like, what is it? It's money though, I isn't know. it? It, it's just it's just it's just funny like it's like why would you do that like it's like but then again it's like there's there's so much shit that's been happening in this fucking like yeah. beats it, scene. it guarantees income really though doesn't it at the end of the day if if you're paying like let's say you pay fifty dollars a month on ads that's getting your playlist you know a couple of hundred thousand streams yeah. a month and the top 10 playlist uh, top 10 tracks are all tracks that you get 100% of those royalties for yeah. after spending what 15 20 dollars for it, for someone just to make a ghost beat it's, yeah exactly exactly is it like i mean what you you're investing like maybe 150 dollars and you've got a, an album's worth of music that you can put out there and just yeah, and, continuously and, and it, yeah I really don't know. Like it's, ugh, man. Like it's. I don't know. We from a, from a business it's... perspective, it absolutely makes sense. Like you are using a system that that Spotify themselves are even guilty of using, and yeah. you know you are. Investing... However, though, Spotify is actually you know it's 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 investing money in ghost production that will eventually recoup because yeah. they just put their shit that they make in their editorial playlist. So it's like a guaranteed thing. Like yeah, they yeah. make more than what they invest. But un- unless you are in cahoots with some curator and you generate a bunch of, it would make, let's say, let's just say this, it would make sense for Lo-Fi Girl to do this. Yeah. But for, for the average label that, yo, you might have like a great playlist with let's say 30, 40, 100K followers. And you just like it, it's it doesn't I think it doesn't but hey you know most sure. of the tracks yeah. from these artists are pushing 100k 150k mm-hmm. oh. so you know I'd be well on your side if it was maybe they were getting like a couple of thousand but you know they're hitting <laughs> hundreds of thousands tens of hundreds of thousands um, and even on like their newer stuff I that yeah the newer stuff has got like this track that was released on the 18th of february Um, so maybe oh let me just i'm just thinking out loud so maybe that was the business plan from the beginning to basically do a um uh, follow the business plan the spotify business plan and then you release 
music from legitimate artists to kind of like to kind of like create like a smoke screen yeah. basically right it's like oh yeah we're like oh, okay but yeah great in in the, in that sense i i can see the business model behind it fine by me like i don't give two shits <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly from, from like, a business perspective i absolutely yeah, yeah, get it that, but if, morally if, if that's, that's, yeah morally it's morally is bullshit like we've been talking about this forever but yeah I guess that's the business plan and, uh, you know, just go for it. Yeah. I mean, once again, once again, once again, this proves that this has been uh, the, the genre, the style of music that we really, we invested a lot emotionally, you know, and personally, like, because we like to make the beat, we just like music and then yeah. the whole thing snowballed for a bunch of us and yeah. And we say, okay, I can make a label because I want my own sound and blah, blah, blah. Other people say, okay, I want to make money. Which yeah. is, it's great. It's great. It's great. Like, I mean, even like, how should I say? Even morally, I don't disagree with that because the morality of following that particular business plan is, I find it solid. Like if that's your, that's what you want to do. I don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cause, cause I'm, I have different, you and me have different morals and ethos Yeah. doing what we do. So again, I don't want to be like, I, I think I've reached a point that I cannot really say, oh, I'm right and you're fucking wrong. Like everybody does whatever they think it's right for them. Uh, you and me, we have a different, uh, mindset. Uh, we have a different agenda. Yeah. And we just want to push and do whatever we want to do differently. Some other people, they just want to make money. Yeah. Okay. It's like at the end of the day, it's all about uh, how, if you can scale it enough, if it's scalable, how the longevity of the thing, like, you know, after a point, it's like, I, I particularly enjoy, I don't know, meeting people and talking to new artists and like, you know, whatever like i i find it like very funny and cool other people they just wanna you know ghost produce a bunch of beats on fiverr and just release them under random names like whatever what was it avocado or whatever you know that kind of shit yeah so, you know it's great you know you you do you again like you do you man yeah but, but i just find it like it's so fucking it's so yeah, it is like the only thing that i would say is like uh you know it's th that i would that I would just try to blow the whistle for any legitimate artist out there that maybe if you see something like that, like if, 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 if you realize like a label that you have released music with or they're trying to, you know, approach you to release music, just don't do it because at the end of the day, like they're, they're using you to cover up yeah. their, their, their business plan to make it look more legitimate or whatever. Don't be, the smoke and the smoke screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's it's not really gonna, you know, make you look good at the end of the day in the long run. Associated with people that you have nothing to benefit from. You know what I mean? So it's whatever. Yeah. Cause they will at the end of the day they will prioritize their their own music over yours. Cause yeah. they would wanna make a hundred percent and not the fifty percent. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh I, I just, oh 
I wish I knew. Um, I, I wish I could just get rid of them. <laughs> just, I, just, I don't know. I just don't. I just don't think. I, I get. I, I get it. I do get it. It's 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 the music industry. People want to make money. People want to, yeah. you know, especially in lo-fi, want to do uh, get a lot of return from very little like Investment. effort. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and like, yeah, I get it, but at the same time, like, fuck off, because there there are those of us that that sit here and you know I've just well. finished, yeah, I, well, I've just kind of finished working on an EP that I've really, I guess, struggled with because I just, as we know from like the first bunch of podcasts, I wasn't really feeling mm. anything anymore. Like I was just like, I don't know where I want to go with this. I'm not feeling. Yeah. Uh, happy with the way that that my music's going i'm not i'm not liking my sound and things like that but i, I pushed through i i wanted to do something i wanted to work through it and i i've yeah. you know now created something that that i'm proud of even to a point of of getting someone else to to master it for me which was very much of an eye-opener of how shit i am at mixing music <laughs> but to then you know all of that effort that i've been because essentially i've been working on these since the the end of last year um and i'll be putting them out in like august so there's yeah. almost like there's over six months of of work that's kind of gone yeah. into what is essentially five songs that will probably get listened to a couple of hundred thousand times maybe i don't know how how well i put that out that'd whatever be, that'd be great actually yeah <laughs> but to know that there are people that are just fucking jumping on these gig economy platforms and being like hey you just fart out a track in 10 minutes send it to yeah, me yeah, yeah, yeah. and i'll put it out and get 150,000 streams on playlists that i myself are kind of boosting because of ads and whatever and again that that's there's nothing illegal about it it's not morally it's a bit shit and for people like me that really put Oh, also, I guess as well, because I know when you work on your own stuff, you really put a lot of effort into it and, and stuff like that. And it, I don't know, it's just kind of a bit of a kick in the teeth. It's like, what the fuck am I wasting six to eight months of my life perfecting what is essentially like four or five songs? Yeah. For someone to be getting, you know, 10, 15, 20 songs from some random person on Fiverr and yeah. putting them out over the course of like three weeks and. and you know, boosting their own plays through their own spotlight playlists. It's just like, oh, yeah. Well, just I think so... the, the answer is pretty simple. Like the, the the reason why why you do it, why we do it, it's firstly you do it for yourself. Yeah. And you don't really give a fuck. You just you just have this um, creative shit. You just have this shit in your head. Yeah. And you wanna let it out through a let's say creative prism in a way you just make something out of nothing man like that is the whole point of creation like you just do shit um and then you don't give a fuck and it's all about it's all about legacy and it's all about like thinking like in 10 years time i think this is what what i also think like like uh, i'm pretty sure you share the same mindset is is that the shit that i'm making now Mm -hmm. would i be able to listen to them in like 10 years from now and say oh that was a, like a good joint like what i used to do or imagine like and i think i, I said that to you like uh, uh privately as well like well, of course no we also like shared that on, on the podcast it's like it would be super funny for me 
turning like, I don't know, 60, 70 years old or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then sitting down with like my, my kid and be like, oh, look at what dad used to do like 30 years ago. And yeah. like, she'd be like, Get that's the fuck exactly out what I was here, about like, to say. Dad. It's like, like it's, we can, it, we could die, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, we could exactly. get old, you know, die old age, 50, 60, yeah. 70, however many years down the line. And again, we, we can't say what the future of, of music consumption nah, is going to be. No way. But no way. let's say, for let's say it's exactly the same as it is today. Spotify is still a thing. Music streaming yeah, is still a yeah. thing. It's not being beamed into our heads by a fucking Tesla chip or whatever. <laughs> like, we could be well and gone. And yeah. someone could just load up Spotify, load up, you know, let's keep it within like my own little thing. So like, you know, my yeah. upbeat lo-fi playlist, it's still going to be yeah. there, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just like bumping my music. Oh, <laughs> and I'm sweet. wrong. What the, f- like, we're not actually what considering that, that this could still be here for like decades. Exactly. And yeah. who's yeah. getting yeah. my royalties? <laughs> <laughs> the estate. <laughs> There's just a PayPal account that's just totting up over the years. The same exactly, with with exactly. like, like yeah. the label stuff. No, it's like that that exact thing that you described. Now, somebody listened to you. They are going to be listening to a piece of music that has your fucking name on it. And I'm not talking about uh, lazy boy loop stuff. It's going to say when it, when it comes to the metadata, the composer would be Aaron Richardson. Like, yeah, that'll be it. You know what I mean? So for me, it's the, it's the same thing. It's not going to be like fucking. Uh, DJ Avocado Lo-Fi and then a, bl- a blank in the composer thing because it was just like a fucking business thing that I was yeah. doing there to make some money because nobody would care. So I don't, I don't know, man. It's like, like I think I would say this. We've seen these sort of like business um, I wouldn't call them schemes let's say these business structures come and go yeah. in the past, I don't know, two, three years, maybe more like, especially more in detail the past couple of years that we've been doing the podcast and we started paying like even more attention because we want to find like, you know, subjects to talk about. There's always like, I would say this, like there's no, there's no longevity in these things. Like it's like a quick cash grab that might yeah. last something between like six to 16 months. And then that's it. Like it eventually dies off because um, you just like all these tracks are like a dime a dozen. There's no actual content creator behind that. There's no Instagram account. There's no what what we said in previous podcasts as well. Like nobody is gonna attach themselves to you, not as a fan of just an artist. Like maybe it's a fan of the the actual music genre. If there's nothing, if there's no persona behind it, there's like no no persona. If there's no there's no soul behind it. You know what I mean? Like you can have like a persona, but if you don't back it up somehow with like, oh, you know what? Fucking Paul, for example. Yeah, there's the Pueblo Vista account. There's also like the Facebook thing and the guy is wearing like a fucking local costume going in a fucking random parade for the independence of the country. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's that it's the same guy who makes these fucking beats or like it's Aaron who like likes to play the base and he dyes his hair and there's like you see snippets from your life like from your house or whatever like uh, people can relate to that kind of shit as well and if they can relate if somebody relates with something they start paying money and i'm 
I'm a, uh, this is this this thing here, the T-shirt that I'm wearing, is an actual example of what I'm saying. Uh, I relate to uh, the NBA player Yanis Atentokumpo, who happens to be Greek, and he's also a black guy. It's like he's he comes from he stems from Nigeria. That's where his parents come from. He was born in Greece, raised in Greece. He is the Greek. He is a Greek citizen, or whatever. And his brand is the freak, the Greek freak. I like him. I pay money for this shit. Yeah. You know, like I've been through a period of following him on, you know, his his basketball career for like the first six, seven years when he was like a rookie to now being like a two-time MVP, all-star. Uh, he's been in the all-star games like forever. Like, you know, and only like this year or maybe, maybe last year, I started buying his merch because I started yeah. like relating to what he does and I respect him and I, I like, you know, so, okay, it's the same thing you do with artists. Like, we st my favorite band is Metallica. Yeah, uh, in the beginning, uh, back in the day when, you know, because I'm fucking old, I had like a copy of the first Metallica thing ever was like a like a, a Master of Puppets cassette tape. Yeah. And it was just like a copy TDK 60-minute tape. And then I would get everything else on tape and start listening to this. And after a year of listening to that shit, I started buying the CDs, the merch, the whatever, like T-shirts, poster flags. Like I have like a fucking Ride the Lightning poster flag that I think nice. with, with the fucking the electric chair and yeah. the, the the bolts and all that crap. Like, fuck, I, I think I should just put it like somewhere like around here. Yeah, hold, on, hold on, as well. Okay, is the oh there we go. The 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 groceries are there. Oh oh. Oh, bingo, <laughs> bingo. I thought... For, like, I'm right there with you. For a moment, I thought the grocers showed up. No, no, no. So far, so far nothing though, right? What the no, hell? They're here any second, but yeah. Okay, I, okay, okay. Like, okay. I've had this for ages. And that was Fuck, out of a... Yeah. That was out of a... Oh, it was out of a Metal Hammer magazine. No, okay. Exactly, like, eventually that shit happens, you know? So I think... That's why I keep saying in the beginning, like, you know, you and me being here, doing whatever we do for that long. Yeah. Because, you know, being in this scene for more than a year is considered a fucking achievement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, we must be doing something, right? So, I don't know. No, that's true. Like, like, like that's, why, that's why I do understand why you might be like, pissed off at some point it's like fuck it's like you feel like it's a kick in the teeth yeah at the same time for me i'm like eh you know another one <laughs> yeah i suppose yeah yeah it's I, know, I guess yeah, it's but... just kind of hard to see that, that that you know there are people that are just deciding to go down that route rather than actually you know again building that legacy you know the, the same with the label like you know mm. i'm i'm putting my personality or at least we're trying to put our personality out into the label and just be like hey yeah. this is us this is the music that we create like yeah. i was speaking with with uh, carlos from chill select i was that you know he, they he develops a very specific sound with his label you know you can listen to all of their catalog and it's like upbeat like jazzy stuff there's there is no mm. like sleepy stuff in there and whatever it, it's a very and that's the kind of sound that well, not the kind of sound that we're creating, but we're trying to create our sort of unique yeah. sound, which seems to be leaning a little bit more towards the kind of left field, weirder, mm. experimental side of things, which is absolutely cool. Like, I love all of that shit. And again, it's just seeing that a label is taking the easy route of, I don't know, just paying their way yeah. to get a catalogue. And it's like, 
or you could just do the hard work that everyone else in the, the with labels mm. are doing but no yeah. it's I, I would just say this to 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 close it up is that yeah. it's good that these people are out there doing whatever the fuck they're doing because this helps us separate from them yeah true if everybody was doing what we're doing then everything would be great you know so fuck it we don't we I, I don't want that. I don't some, <laughs> I don't it, want something you. like I want uh, yeah, I want people to do that kind of shit so that other people can tell the difference between me and these guys or you and these guys or us and these guys. Yeah. Uh, so I am it's it's great content. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we're like 100% happy that there's people doing that stuff because we get to talk about yeah. that shit. Yeah, true to be fair. If there wasn't then everything so, which is so, so perfect. Exactly. So, and at the same time, I'm super happy that they are out there doing whatever they're doing, and people can really, you know, if if you have like half a brain, you can tell like the difference between us and them. So yeah. that, that's that's super great. Like it's it's the yin and the yang. You cannot have like it's nature. Like you have both. It's impossible not to. Yeah. So, on that note, know. though, I think groceries are here, so I might have okay. to uh, cut it short. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Great. It's like an it's, hour and a half. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's not bad. It's great. It's great. Nice, cool, nice, cool, quick cool. one. Nice, quick Sunday Rose yeah. podcast. Chop, 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 chop. <laughs> it's been great having everybody again on uh, this podcast. Hopefully, the other one will be in two weeks and not in like we're not going to go like a monthly on a monthly basis. Otherwise, fuck it. I don't know. Might be. I don't know. Let's it see. might be. Let's see. I mean, it we have be. lives now. Shit yeah. happens. Let's see. Stuff happens. Whatever. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Yeah, even everything, though it's gonna get banned everything in America. is down here. Yeah, oh, is yeah. It? fuck TikTok. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I don't like TikTok. <laughs> I don't fuck it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, guys, see you. Ta ta. Tatty buys. <laughs>